Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. You know, don't want to really embarrass, so you kind of just hold it down, kind of hold it back, kind of hold it down a bit. But God said, there's no need for that now. Let it all hang out. Hallelujah. Shine. Now is the time for the glory of God to be seen in you. Now is the time for you to do what you do. Glory to God. Now is the time if you bake your cakes. Now, baby, bake it, bake it, bake it good. Hallelujah. If you wash them cards, now wash it good. If you are CEO, CFO, PPO, whatever, do it good. Hallelujah. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Well, thank you for joining us for Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. (laughs) Hallelujah. Well, tonight we want to just go right into the Word of God. We're going to look at a very familiar uh, passage of Scripture. And I pray that as we dive into this word, I pray that you would see yourself in the word of God. See yourself here because the Bible is talking about you. Remember, God's word is a love letter to you. It's a love letter to you. As a matter of fact, every time in the word, now here's some advice for you. Every time you see in the Bible, especially in the King James Version, you see the word ye, you can put your name there because the Lord is talking about you. When he speaks about the blessings of the Lord, he's talking about you. He's talking about his children. Hallelujah. We make the word of God applicable to us. He's talking to me. Say it with me. He's talking to me. That's right. He's talking to you. When he talks about being more than a conqueror, when he talks about um, being an overcomer, he's talking about you. He's talking about you. So we can put ourselves there and know that we're victorious in Christ Jesus. Let's go. Let's say a short word of prayer. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name for this opportunity that you've given all of us to gather around your rich word. Lord, we pray tonight that you would speak expressly by your spirit. Holy Spirit, we acknowledge you. Speak, Lord. Speak to your people. Give wisdom, give understanding, knowledge, and clarity, and great direction. Lord, speak in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we pray that our hearts will be open and receptive, will be good, fertile ground for you to sow your seed into. And, Lord, that when it's all said and done, Lord, we'll we'll produce a mighty harvest of fruit that would feed the nations. We bless you tonight, Father, and we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Let every heart that agrees say amen. Amen. All right. Well, let's go right into the Word of God. We're going to go into some very familiar chapter, uh, verse of Scripture, Isaiah, the 60th chapter. Isaiah 60. We're going to read verses 1 through 7. Isaiah 60, verses 1 through 7. This talks about you. Of course, you would see in many commentators of the Bible, says that this is talking about um, the city of Jerusalem. And how one day during the millennial reign of Christ, all of Isaiah 60 is going to be fulfilled. Well, before it is fulfilled in the physical place of Jerusalem, it will be fulfilled in you and I as the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's get right into it. Isaiah 60, uh, verses 1 through 7. And this is how it reads. It reads like this. Arise, shine, for thy light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. 
But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and the kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thine eyes round about, and see, all they gather themselves together. They come to thee, thy sons shall come from far, and thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side. Then thou shalt see and flow together, and thine heart shall fear and be enlarged, because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. Verse 6, the multitude of camels shall cover thee. The, uh, uh, the dromedaries of Midian and uh, Ephraim, all, all they uh, from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense. They shall show forth the praises of the Lord. Verse 7, all the flocks of uh, Kadir, Kadar, uh, shall be gathered together unto thee. Uh, the rams of um, Nabaith, hallelujah, I love these words, uh, shall minister unto thee. They shall come up with acceptance on, on mine altar, and I will glorify the house with my glory. Somebody say praise the Lord. All right. Now, there are three key things we're going to get out of this scripture tonight. We may just stay right here for the time that we have. I'm so excited. I could jump up and kiss myself, but I'm going to refrain from that. But you feel free to jump up and kiss your neighbor if that's applicable to you. <laughs> three things we're going to look at tonight. One, we're going to look at uh, the results of God's blessings upon his people. Secondly, we're going to look at uh, the fallen condition of man in these verses and we're also going to look at the problem, the solution, and God's hand at work among his people. So let's look right now. Let's look at the condition of man. Let's look at in verse number 2. It says, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall rise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Now notice it says here that... It says, behold, look. Now, if you just watch the 6 o'clock news, 5 o'clock news, 11 o'clock news, whatever news broadcast you'll look at, CNN, MyNN, PNN, whatever you want to look at, they all saying the same thing. Doom, gloom, agony, despair. Doom, gloom, agony, despair. Darkness, 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 darkness. And so many of us are fearing we are terrified about the things that are happening. Oh, there's ISIS. Oh, there's terrorist attacks. Oh, somebody's murdering. Oh, somebody's shooting. And But, you know, but we're down here in this world. We're, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. But we see the news. We see people's agony. We see their strain and their, their heartache and their issues. And if we don't watch it, we can take their fear into our own bosom. The Bible says clearly in Psalm, 90, in Psalm 91 that the Lord will be our shelter and under his wings we're going to trust. He is our protection. Hallelujah. And even in Psalm 23, as the Lord is your shepherd, as he leads you through the valley of darkness, you will what? Fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. So many times in the word of God, the Lord tells us, don't fear. Don't fear. 
Don't fear. Hallelujah. But notice what's happening, the condition of the earth here. It says, it says behold, that, that is, look, the darkness shall cover the earth. Darkness shall cover the earth. The word darkness here means, of course, it means darkness. Oh, wow, surprising, isn't it? Darkness means darkness, but it also means obscurity. It means a secret place. It means there is a time on the earth. It says darkness shall cover the earth. Say earth. The darkness shall cover the earth. The darkness means, here again, uh, obscurity, darkness, uh, secret place. It means a time when there is no light or where there is little light. Upon this planet that we are currently living on now, it seems as though that light has gone out. It seems as though, especially if you're into the media scene, it seems as though all you do see is darkness. But understand something. This is a picture. This is a stage that is set for verse number one. Let's go on a little bit further. Darkness means, uh, here again, uh, there is depression. There is despair. There is hopelessness. There is doubt. There is war. There are secrets. There are confusion, confusions, and there's a lot of negativity in darkness. Darkness means also the absence of light or very little light, and light means hope. It means life. It means understanding. Light is peace. It means openness. It means revelation and positivity. So if the climate of the earth is right now one that is negative, shrouded in darkness. If that's the climate, and I believe that's the climate of many of our communities, of our nation, of this world, shrouded in darkness. Darkness, it says, behold, darkness shall cover the earth. And boy, it looks mighty dark out there, doesn't it? It says, but it, does, but it goes further than that. It says, darkness shall cover the earth. Look back at it now, verse 2. Darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. Gross darkness the people. Now, the word gross darkness here refers to a cloud. A cloud or a heavy, thick, dark cloud. And it's hanging over the people. So, on the planet, on the earth... Very little light or no light to very little light. And on the earthlings, fallen human beings, there is a cloud of darkness, almost a veil of darkness hovering over the heads of men and women, boys and girls. Now, remember, darkness means negativity. Darkness means confusion, unrest, distress confusion. Do we see that happening in the lives of people today? Can we easily see how dark clouds are hovering over people, a thick darkness hovering over them? So understand something. Here is the climate. It says, verse 2 again, let's look at it again. It says, behold, for behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But here's something I love the but. I'm telling you, sometimes the greatest things happens right after the but. <laughs> you hear me? It said, but, say but, but the Lord shall arise upon thee. Isn't that wonderful? 
but the Lord shall arise upon thee. Even in that climate, the Lord said, don't worry, I got you, I got a solution. I've got my spirit in the earth. I've got the body of Christ in the earth, the body of Jesus, hallelujah. Those that he would fill with all the fullness of God. Those that would bring light, hope, and peace to the world. Don't worry, world. Hold on. I've got an answer for you. My sons and daughters will rise. The sons of God will arise, bringing hope to this generation. Hallelujah. I hear the Lord say, hold on. I've got an answer for you. Hallelujah. You're the light bearers. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus turned to you and said, you're the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hidden. Verse number one talks about a supernatural move of God, a supernatural shifting that's going to happen within the body of Christ. Isn't that wonderful? Now, listen, this is not talking about this supernatural move that's in verse number one that we're going to get to in a moment. It's not talking about something that's going to happen primarily uh, in church. Are you hearing me? Or through church people. Or just because someone claims, I'm a Christian. I've known a lot of people who say they're Christians. And the false ones always identify themselves to me. They say, I'm a Christian, but. I say, what? You've heard them say that. They identify themselves as Christian buts. What do you mean, pastor? They say, well, I believe in the Bible. I go to church. I'm a Christian, but. I still do this. I still do that. I'm a Christian, but, they say. I wonder, do we have any Christian buts in here today? But understand something. God is raising up a remnant out of the body, a remnant out of the body. I even heard your intercessor as you guys were praying that God would raise up his body, that his bride will make herself ready. Hallelujah. The bride is the remnant that comes out of the church. The bride is the ones who make themselves ready. Hallelujah. Who understand the times that we are living in. Hallelujah. Who are making yourself ready. Who are not being drunk with the cocktails of the world system. Not being drunk with the cares and struggles of their lives. But we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, hoping for him uh, and leaning on him and relying on him. And we're praying just like our Lord prayed there in the Garden of, uh, in the garden of Gethsemane. We're praying, Father, let not our will, but let your will be done. We're still hungry for the Lord, still thirsty for the Lord. Can't wait to pray. Can't wait to get into his word. Can't wait to see his appearing. We're still saying, Jesus, come, Lord, come, Lord. Lord, come, Lord, come, Lord. There's a generation that's still on fire for God. Hallelujah. There's a generation of people that have not grown cold and distant. There's a generation of people that still are crying out for the supernatural power of God. Hallelujah. And it is upon these that you'll see the supernatural move of God taking place in verse number one. Because understand something, it's our obligation not to be confused or not to, not to allow ourselves uh, to get caught up in the world's things and what's happening there, but keeping our gaze fixed on the Lord. Let's look at verse number one. Our time is running out. Oh, oh my goodness. Verse one says again, it says, look, it says, arise, shine, for thy light is come. 
and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. I think that's all we're going to be able to get to now, my goodness. It says arise. The word arise there means get up. Stand up. Stand up. You know, we've been sitting too long. It means stand up, be accounted for, shake off the sleep, shake off the slumber, stand up, come to attention. God needs you. Hallelujah. The Father needs you. Don't allow fear to hold you. Don't allow it to bind you. Don't allow the fear of man, the fear of being humiliated or criticized or ostracized to hold you down. God says, stand Stand up, hallelujah. And if you, look in, if you look in the text in Hebrew, you'll find that this word is an imperative, meaning it's a command. God is saying this to you, it's to you. He's given a command, and we have to follow through with action. He's calling us to the forefront. Get up now. Get up, sons and daughters. Get up now. Get up now. And then he says something else. He says, he says arise, get up, stand up. And that's actually the title of our Message today, by the way. Arise. <laughs> then he says, shine. Oh, glory to God. Shine. Shine. What does that mean? That means that God has placed something on the inside of you. You have gifts. You have talents. You have abilities. And God's saying, now the stage is, is set for you to shine. Because understand, some of us, and maybe you can be a witness of this. I'm not sure. Some of us, your gifting is so strong at times. When you get around others who are not as gifted as you, you would sort of dumb it down a little bit. You know, don't want to really embarrass, so you kind of just hold it down, kind of hold it back, kind of hold it down a bit. But God said, there's no need for that now. Let it all hang out. Hallelujah. Shine. Now is the time for the glory of God to be seen in you. Now is the time for you to do what you do. Glory to God. Now is the time if you bake your cake. Now, baby, bake it, bake it, bake it good. Hallelujah. If you wash them cars, now wash it good. If you're a CEO, CFO, PPO, whatever, do it good. Hallelujah. Do it well. Now is your time. If you're a singer, if you're a preacher, whatever you are, if you're a poet, now's the time to let that gift shine and it will shine through you. Listen, the Lord says, rise, get up, now shine. Now, one way we're going to really shine is that we're going to yield to the Holy Spirit of God. We're going to yield to his influence over our lives. We're going to submit to the Father. We're going to say, Father, I submit to you. Father, I yield to your Holy Spirit. I yield to the influence of your Holy Spirit in my life. And one way you're going to shine is that you're going to be honest with God. God, I still like doing this. I know it's wrong, God, but he got a hook in my flesh. And when I, I do it in a time that I know I shouldn't do it. But God, let me be honest with you, I like doing this. But, Lord, I know that you don't like me doing this. Can you help me? Can you take this taste out of my mouth? Take this desire out of my heart. I submit this desire to you. I submit this desire to you. And even asking the Father, Father, send your fire. Send your cleansing fire. Burn away everything in me that is not like you. Even saying to the Lord, Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit on the inside of me. Lord, 
Lord, search me, try me, and know my faults. If you find any wicked way in me, Lord, lead me in a way everlasting. I want to be right. I want to be used by you, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Church, I'm telling you, now is your time. Now is your time. And hear the last part of that. Oh, this is so glorious. The last part says, arise, shine, for the light is, for the light is come. And your light saying, you know, it's your time. Arise, get up, shine. Your light has come. That is, the spotlight is finally on. This is your moment. This is what you've been waiting on. Your light has come. And then the Lord said, and the glory. Say, and the glory. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. God said, I'm with you. When you step on that stage, when you do what you do, if you're an Uber driver, a Lyft driver, martyr driver, whatever you do, if you're a homemaker, when you do what you do, God said, if you step out by faith, if you choose to let it shine, if you choose to yield your vessel to me, he said, you'll find me there. I will step into you. Hallelujah. And God's glory is risen upon you. Isn't that wonderful? God is then backing you up. He's backing you up. And what this world needs today, oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, I checked the want ads. I checked the want ads. I called the number. I checked the, the website. The job was actually, the job uh, is actually filled. The position, position is filled. I forgot to tell you what job it is, right? Hypocrite. That's right. So there's no need to apply anymore for hypocrites. It's all filled up. Sorry, all filled up. Now what we need are people that are real, that are hungry, that are hungry for Jesus. Hallelujah. That are honest for Jesus. Hallelujah. Those that God can use. Those that would say, just like Isaiah said, here am I, Lord, send me. Here am I, Lord, send me. Those are not looking for a large state. Oh, you know, I've got to be seen. <laughs> I've got to be seen. But those that God can say, would you go to that man down there on the side of the road and preach to him? Would you go over there and do that when nobody can see you? Would you do that for me over there? Or do we always have to have the large stage, the large crowds? Is it about the recognition or is it about the glory of God? The glory of God. We're after the glory of God. Let's let God shine in our lives. And last we see in verses number three through seven. Won't be able to get to it, but you'll see the results of it. How the kingdoms will begin to come. The light of the Gentiles, the wealth of the Gentiles. People will begin to seek you out. Why? Because they're in darkness. And there you are, a light. Just like moths drawn to a flame, they'll see you. They'll see the glory of God on you. And they'll even look to you like that old RCA dog on that commercial. Why are you so happy? What? I don't understand. Tell me about your God. Tell me. Tell me about this man called Jesus. They'll look to you because you are holding their answer. You, if you will, you are God's display cabinet. He's going to be good to you, not just for you, but he's going to be good to you 
as a sign of his goodness and his grace to a dying world that does not believe. If you'd allow him, he will bless you so much so that they will take notice and come to him. He'll bless you just to get their attention. He's trying to get their attention because after a while, there'll be no more chances and time will be up. So let's serve the Lord greatly while we have the chance. Well, I pray that you've enjoyed today's word. Let me remind you and say thank you for joining us for Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I could just, if I could just pray with you just one moment, in Jesus' name. Father, I pray in Jesus' name for a fresh fire upon your people, a fresh hunger and a desire to pray and to seek your face, a fresh desire to fast and to commune with you. Father, I pray for deeper levels of intimacy. And Father, I pray that you would search our hearts. And if you find anything in us, Lord, that is not like you, deal with us, Father. Lead us in the way everlasting. Lord, we know that our time here on earth is short. Whether it's 70 years or 80 years, it doesn't matter. But the time in eternity, there is no time in eternity. We have a short time here to make a difference for you. And Father, we pray that we will not allow the fear of the world to come into our heart, but we'll focus on you and rely on you and depend on you. For you are the air that we breathe. You are our heartbeat. And in you, we live, we move and we have our being. Bless your people this day, I ask. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you tonight. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.